0: Another year with these guys. host game press conferences. I didn't really
1: like my friend Reed, so I was just
0: in the playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, J.G. You're listening to The Cho Show, only on the suave report. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Troll Show podcast presented by the Swan I'm your host, Jonathan Godo, aka JG Smooth. First, again, I want to thank you all for the support this past week on the two episodes Mason Willingham and, well, Mason Willingham was last week, but I so appreciate the support on that. That's now over 100 views uh, for the Mason Willingham and then the Danny Armstead video that dropped uh, Wednesday evening as well. I appreciate that. Uh, we're back because I promised there'd be two episodes this week. I know today is Sunday, so I'm considering the new week, so i it part of the current week. I'm considering part of the current week, so I can keep that quota indeed, indeed active. So I'm not, not going to go ahead and waste much time here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and bring on my guests now. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Carson Trimble. Carson, thank you for taking time to talk to me this this evening. Uh, Could you start by telling the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: So I'm a quarterback out of Grove, Oklahoma. It's kind of a small town up in uh, northeastern Oklahoma in the corner. Um, I've been a four-year starter at Grove. Uh, I'm from a football family. So my grandpa is an OC. My uncle is a DC at Jinx. Um, My dad played college football, and he's got a bright offensive mind. And um, you can imagine how, like, our family get-togethers are, you know. Um, My favorite things to do are just train, break down film, talk about philosophy. I I really enjoy
0: that stuff, so. Now, you said you come from a football family. So does it ever get to a point where it's like you need that break from football? (laughs) (laughs) like that's just all around you. But mom shuts down a little bit
1: after uh, football season ends. But um, we try to get back rolling again real quick. So never an off switch.
0: And and, and so, like you mentioned before, maybe not a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people have, have heard of Grove. I know recently, because of you, your teammate, mangle Crawford, it's kind of gotten some buzz around, around the state. Yeah. But, like, what, what is football like in Grove, Oklahoma?
1: So, for a long time it really wasn't great. Um, and that's probably why you haven't heard about it as much. Uh so it's kind of been a lackluster program for a while. And then, you know, the past few years our culture started changing a little bit. We started winning more games. Um, me and E-Man started playing a little bit, uh, and then we just kind of took off from there. So
0: and and you mentioned you were a four-year starter, so now like now how because when you walk in there as a freshman, obviously 13, 14. You're playing with teammates much older. Uh, yeah, That's a lot of pressure regardless of, wh- of where you're at. How are you able to step into that starting quarterback role as a freshman?
1: So I kind of had no choice. The way it happened was um, the starter got hurt. Uh, we didn't really have anybody else, and we just had this freshman on the roster. Uh, so I had to grow up real quick. But um, I've always had that, like, just even keel attitude and – Nothing really gets too big, Nothing's really too small. I mean, just go out and ball. so
0: and that that first varsity game, what what was that experience like?
1: So my first start was week four against Miami's kind of a rival, and it was homecoming night. Like, I'll never forget it. Um, so my first pass of the game, I kind of scrambled around and uh, I threw like an 80 yard touchdown, but that was my first career touchdown. And we went on to win that game. I threw for like 280 yards and a couple touchdowns. So it was, it was a pretty fun night.
0: And, and so at that point, did, I mean, because I imagine what, what, how were you feeling going into that game? Like, were you confident that you would be able to, to, to answer when your number was called guide the team to win, or did your performance kind of surprise you there?
1: Oh, I was ready. I was confident and um, very calm the entire night. Like, just having fun out there.
0: And and so obviously that's an example of when things are going great. Now, obviously as a quarterback, sometimes things don't go so great. So Mm -hmm. how are you kind of able to not get too down on the lows and not too high when things are good?
1: Always got to focus on next play, next play, next play. Like when things go bad, you to next play, something can happen. Um, Then you get some good momentum going and then you're right back on track. So
0: uh, and and so, I guess w- when you were finally entrenched as the starter, did that change how you went about it? Because obviously you're from a football family, as you mentioned. So I'm sure you were already watching ton of film, receiving tons of tons of advice. But did your preparation change from when you were to bag up to when you kind of became the guy? Not really. I
1: mean, I've always. Um had the mindset of like going into games even when I wasn't starting those first two games of that season I always went in with the mindset that you know I'm one play away I got to be ready to go and I prepared it so
0: and, and you mentioned earlier that you enjoy to watch and break down film now when, when you are watching film like wh- what are some of the key things that you always kind of look for and make make note of
1: so the biggest things we like to do are just see what their base defense is, see what kind of coverages they like to run. Um, and then one of my favorite things to do is see what they do on third and fourth down. Like, are they a team that brings pressure? Is there a guy who really steps up on third and fourth down? Because um, that, that's where I make my, most of my plays is on third and fourth down. So. Uh,
0: and. This this season, you all thirteen and one, seven and zero in district. I first, to start out, obviously seven and zero in district. That's tough to do in any district in any class. How are you all able to get the clean sweep?
1: So it was really expected this year. Like last year, we were in four A, and we we move up, and we're actually the smallest school in five A this year. Uh, but it was it was expected to win the district and. Um, we just came in, got better every single week, uh, stayed focused, and came in prepared for games, and just showed out. Uh,
0: and 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 I know the the season, the season it didn't end how you all wanted it to end, but for your first year of five A, I mean, to go win the district thirteen and one, get make it to the semis, I mean, that's a heck of a accomplishment there. I mean, you know, I, I I just so when when you kind of look back on that part of your season, the success you've had in the new, new class, what kind of will you, I guess, remember the most about this season? So
1: the main thing that I will remember the most from this season, and it, it doesn't just go to this season, but all four seasons is that uh, the culture change at Grove. You know, like I mentioned before, like, it was kind of a lackluster program. When I was in seventh grade, we went one and nine. And I, and I would watch every single game and, like, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. So to see that gradual, steady jump of success every single year was really cool to see. That's what I look back on.
0: And you mentioned the culture change. So now, how were you all able to change that culture? Because it's not as easy as it, it might seem to just go in there and turn it around. I mean, it's a day in, day out thing that you kind of build toward. So how were you all able to come in and leave the program to where it is now?
1: So it all started in the weight room and off-season training and back in the summer and weight room, you got to work hard in there. Um, and then we started really focusing on practice, not taking practice for granted, don't take reps for granted, always go hard, every single rep. Um, and it really translated onto the field and it showed.
0: Uh, and and when I was watching your film, I I was it told me I was trying to really get get a, a, a feel because you can do a lot of things. I, I The first thing that jumped off to me, I think like one of your very first highlights, you busted a run. And, and, and I, I, first thing I saw, okay, this man is clearly explosive, but the more I watched the film, I'm like, he has a good deep ball. He puts air under it. You're able to fit it in the tight windows. I, I just, the, what, what I came to was like, He's an explosive gunslinger type. Like, I, I, I feel like if you feel like you can make a throw, you're going to make the throw. I, how would you describe your game?
1: So my game is I'm, I'm going to come in prepared and I'm going to run our offense right and I'm going to execute the offense first and foremost. I'm going to do what my coach wants me to do. Um, but then obviously, like you said, I'm athletic enough to make plays with my legs and extend and find people downfield and just make plays, so... I, I would label myself as a playmaker. I just do whatever we, the team needs me to do.
0: And, and now, okay, now, so when, because th- there were times where you, you kept the play alive by, by keeping your feet moving, by kind of dancing around. Like, when do you kind of know, okay, I need to get rid of it. I can afford to kind of keep buying time, or I need to take off. Like, how do you kind of in that split second when there's guys coming at you, to know what the the right decision is,
1: it's all just a feel, um, and then part part of it you have to know like what down it is, what kind of situation it is. Like, do we need to stop the clock quick? Um, and so it really depends on just down, and then you usually just feel it.
0: And and, and when you're throwing in the tight window, the, there was one I can't remember what I'm talking about. There was a touchdown you threw. It was in between two defenders. It was a pretty deep pass too. So like, how do you? Because I mean, I feel like. That's a risky throw. I mean, there's two defenders. The window is tight. There's a small margin for error. So, like, obviously you have to trust your arm. But, like, when you – how do you fit it in there to where you know, okay, this ball is going to be on the money and this man should catch it?
1: (laughs) So, uh, there's got to be a lot of trust in the receiver. So, I I, I trust my guys. Um, And then there's preparation going into that to where, you know, I knew what the defense was going to be in and what they are going to do right there. Um, and then just confidence that I was going to make the throw. And I, I just knew that there was going to be a play to make right there. So,
0: And, and when throwing on on the run, I, I noticed that some guys, they kind of lose and zip on the ball. Uh, Yours seem to, to 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 maintain it there. How were you able to still get kind of your full strength behind you, even though you're not set?
1: So it used to not always be like that, I'll be honest. Um, it, took a lot, <laughs> it took a lot of work to get there, um, a, lot of, a lot of training. And uh, it's really just mostly about staying relaxed. And um, I figured out that this season, like the more you stay relaxed and just everything you do, the better things turn out. And that goes with that. So,
0: and and, and when you take off, I mean, it's like you you shot out of a cannon. I, I like like there was a few. It's like okay, he's taking off, he's taking off. Then boom, and I'm like, where did this speed come from? So when do you kind of I mean, obviously, besides there's a lot of green in front of you, I should run as fast as I can. But, like, how do you kind of decide, okay, when to turn on the Jets and when to maybe scramble enough to get some yards and go down?
1: No, so I'm actually a track guy. Um, like, the, the past two years, I've, I've been in the finals of the 200 and the 400 of the 5AC track meet. So, so I'd say I'm, I'm a pretty fast guy. Um, but really, it's, I have a theory of like, when you're running as fast as you can, when you're, when you have that speed, if you just run as fast as you can, good things are going to happen. So, um, if you see this little seam, just got to hit it as hard as you can.
0: Now, now do, now, because I know sliding. Okay. That's the thing. I just, uh, you didn't seem like a type of guy that, that like to slide. I, I got to just, I mean, I uh, do you just like to contact or is it just, I'm going to keep fighting for yards until I physically can't. Because, like, you, Mason, uh, Steph, like, y- y'all just don't slide up. <laughs> it's, like, what? it's like, what is this now?
1: So, so I'm, I'm pretty good at taking care of my body. Like, sometimes I feel like I can make a play and then I, I don't go down or go out of bounds. But I, I'm not afraid of going out of bounds. I'll, I'll live for another down. And uh, But, you know, if you can make a play, might as well make a play.
0: Yeah. I get that. I get, I get that. Um, so now you your your recruiting process because now you committed to UCL, I believe way back in March. So yep. what, I guess first, what was your recruiting process up until that point? Like, so my
1: recruiting process is probably pretty unique. I mean, I, I did the whole camp circuit. Um, I was traveling around, emailing coaches, DMM coaches, um, not having very much success probably because of my size, um, but my, mine was probably very unique because I already knew about UCL. I was very familiar with the program. I went to camps there for the the past years before. Um, like I, I knew they had great facilities. I knew that uh, they're like the fifth-winningest D two program in the country. Like probably not people. Probably not a lot of people know that. Um, but I was very familiar with them. Um, and then after my junior year, uh, me and my dad sat down and. We're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to list five schools that would probably be interested in me, and I'm really interested in them, and I put UCO at the top of the list, and then they just happened to be the first one to offer me, um, and then I got to know the coaches really well and just realized how great of a coaching staff and how like, they make you feel like your family, make you feel very comfortable. They, they seemed a little bit different when you're talking to them than the other coaches, uh, and then after all that happened, I, I was sold. I knew what to do.
0: And and you you haven't wavered from it. Now that that especially in this day and age, I feel like that's saying a lot. So like, what what is it about? Because you mentioned obviously you mentioned the coaches. You mentioned you're familiar with the program, but like, what has sold you so well that even we're here about nine months later, and you're still firmly wanting to be a UCO Bronco?
1: So I, I'm just a very loyal guy. I mean, I've been, I've been at Grove basically all my life. I've, I went to school here since first or second grade. Um, so I'm just a loyal guy in general. But uh, obviously seeing Coach Doral get hired was, was a big thing for me and seeing the success he's had prior. Uh, and then I just see the potential there. It, it reminds me of my, situa- my situation with Grove, um, where there's just a ton of potential. Um, and they're just waiting for the right leader to come in there, right coach, um to like come in and change the culture like a Grove, um, and get the ball rolling, win some games.
0: And now, because we well, I talked to Mason or er, last, last last week. Now it would have been very easy. You are committed, you see another quarterback commit, you go elsewhere. So now of what I understand, you and Mason are on the terms, like you're looking forward to competing against each other. So what I guess so like when, when he did commit, I was, did did that even remotely cross your mind? Like, okay, they're bringing in another quarterback or is it like, okay, that's just somebody else. I now have to go in and compete with.
1: No, absolutely not. So when I committed the, the coaches got very honest with me. They're, they're very honest people. They're like, we are going to keep recruiting at this spot because we're, we're thin here. Um, and I understood that and I was okay with that. Um, and then me and Mason, we're, we go way back. I mean, we've been competing against each other since seventh grade. We know each other real well, um, and we're going to keep, keep competing at UCO, and it's going to be fun, and we're going to make each other better, and we're going to complement each other, and it's, it's going to be a great experience.
0: So, uh, I guess my – my now, I don't know – now, because I, I mentioned this to Mason, but you all – you're going to get to learn from not only one of the, the best quarterbacks in the conference, but in the country, in my opinion – in uh, Stephon Brown, tremendous leader. I know the guys respect him. They 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 play hard for him. What what kind of are your goals that are for your freshman season?
1: So I want to get acclimated into the system. I want to just immerse myself into that playbook. Uh, and then with Steph, I mean, super experienced guy. He's been around the game for a long time. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely going to be able to learn from him. Uh, and I'm gonna have a good experience with them. And then, you know, also, I mean, Peyton Thompson and JD—they've been around the game for a long time too, and they're really smart guys. So I'm excited to learn from them.
0: And, and I guess my, my final football question for you would be: what What can UCO fans expect to see out of Carson Trimble in a UCO uniform?
1: So what they can expect from me is a, an extremely hard worker. I mean, I, I usually pride myself on being the hardest worker in the room. Um, they're going to get a really loyal guy who's going to stick around and buy into what the coaches are saying and buy into the program. And, uh, and then they're going to get a a really tough guy and I'm going to make, I'm going to make plays when I'm on the field and I'm just going to be a tough sucker, dude.
0: Uh, Well, Carson, before I get you out of here, we do this with all the new guests, kind of some more questions. Now I know you said earlier you enjoy watching film and that's fine and Danny, but now, I had to ask the question because I can't let you slide with that. But you could, I could, I, I usually ask, what's your favorite hobby outside of football that I, I, you could say, watching film. I'm going to still consider that football. So what is your favorite hobby outside of football and bet, watching film?
1: Don't get me wrong. I still, I still got a life outside of it. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. So, um, so Grove's actually on the lake. So, uh, I like to do a little bit of weight surfing we got some jet skis out here that's really fun during the summer um and then i golf a little bit too
0: okay okay now with the with the jet skis because like that i thought that's probably more of like a balance thing so i gotta so like how how long did it take for you to become a competent jet ski
1: (laughs) Uh, i'm just natural man i'm just natural
0: So, so so there was there was there was no run period where you was falling no. out you just no. get to, okay okay
1: just get in and get going
0: okay. okay uh let's see okay your your favorite sports team could be any sport
1: man so i'm not really a really big pro guy so i, I like to i would usually like to watch schools uh and I, i'm a big college football guy so i'll watch schools that like which either had my favorite quarterback that year or like offenses that I like. So um Bryce Stone's my favorite football player. So I've been watching a lot of Bama lately.
0: That, that Now, do you feel like he should have been a uh, high finalist again this year?
1: Um so I, I still stand firm that he he's one of the best football players in the country. Uh just what was around him didn't really help him get into that consideration. I, I was fine with the four finalists. So uh, but I, I still think Bryce is the best quarterback.
0: Okay. okay. So then I, I know you mentioned that. So you, I know you said you're a fan of, of college quarterback. So if you had to name your all-time favorite college quarterback, who mm-hmm. would that be?
1: Um, that, that's a tough one. That's good. Uh, when I first started watching college football, is when Johnny Manziel was getting pretty popular. So that – he kind of has a little stigma in my mind. So I, I probably have to go with him.
0: Yeah. He's really fun to watch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, your favorite food? Ooh, uh, I'm a
1: big steak guy. I like steak.
0: Now, are we, are we rare, medium rare, or well done?
1: So I, I, usually, I usually go medium, but my, my girlfriend got me to switch it up. I went medium rare last time. That, that was pretty good. So I might, I might stick with that.
0: So, but, but, but now, so, so now, if someone came to you and said, Carson, how do you want your steak? What are we going with medium? Or are we going with medium rare? I think we're going to go with medium rare. I think we're going to switch over. So, so now what is it about the medium rare that surpasses just a regular medium? Cause I think restaurants
1: get it wrong and they actually cook medium as well done. And then medium rare is medium.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so 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 in order to get Game you, on audio, something. you got to get it. Okay, I see, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Let's see. Uh, your your favorite TV show. Uh, mm. I'm not, I'm not big on TV shows to be honest. Uh, we can go with like Outer Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you a, are you a gamer at all? Yeah. Okay. I, now, are we Xbox, PlayStation, or PC? I know people are gonna hate me for this. <laughs> I,
1: I, I just know it, but I, I'm an Xbox guy. I always have been.
0: Okay. Now, I want you to know you're 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 in the minority, but you're not alone. So, out of the people I've talked to, the only Xbox guys is Coach Doral, Coach Curley, and I think one of your punters, Bo Phelps. So, there's three of you. (laughs) Bad Xbox guys. So, So I have to ask, why are you team Xbox when everybody else is team PlayStation or PC?
1: Be honest, I'm not really sure. I've I've just always been an Xbox guy, which... I really don't spend much time on the new Xboxes. I I spend all my time on the, my uh, 360 because I'm a big NCAA guy.
0: Oh, this is fantastic! Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. this is this is this is great because I, I talked to Danny. I think it was Tuesday. He's a he's an NCAA double, double, guy as well. Yeah. Okay, this is fantastic. Now, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like the only game I still play. I, I have my 360 as well. It yeah. is it is loud as a yeah, lawnmower. It's I'm so loud. Kidding. It's still. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: still good.
0: So loud. Now, I have to ask now w- when it comes to dynasties, all right. Now, do okay. we do we low lock cheese in the recruiting though? Do we do we do what? Low lock cheese. So, like you know, if you wait until weeks like five or six and you go into recruit, they'll be because it's like a glitch in the game where there'll be five stars and four stars that have no offers, and you're able to pretty much take your pick and offer and give max point I usually game. like them.
1: I, I like to play my dynasties pretty legit so okay yeah.
0: okay okay good Re- good because Danny over here was trying to justify that mm-hmm. I was like oh, come on man you can't oh, come on man yeah you can't <laughs> but you <laughs> can't be oh. good okay good now do you have a favorite scheme or playbook
1: so I like to usually customize mine you can imagine that but if if i had to go with like a base one i like the spread the best
0: and that that, that, is, yeah. that is good it is good i will say the uh default air raid is really good too i ran that in in a in a dynasty uh because i'm a uh, Norvell guy so i was really intrigued by the office he kind of built at at nevada where he had those like big receivers and, and that like thunder lightning backfield so mm-hmm. um according to the updated rosters like that was the best playbook so uh yeah it was it was yeah, it was good i mean I, that's a good playbook the default pistols fairly good as well and then um the one i'm using now is troy troy is also yeah it's it's really good but it's also a lot of stick and uh like slant so yeah. it's kind of cheesy but <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you know, you know. So, okay. Okay, very good. Very yeah. good. Um, let's see. Okay, now, do you have a favorite team when you play NCAA, or do you just kind of choose the worst team and just start a dynasty? I,
1: I like to switch it up a little bit. I, I usually start with a bad team, and then uh, I'll, I'll move around a little bit with my coach. Um, mm, I like UCF a lot, though.
0: Okay. okay. Now, are you using the updated rosters or the or the default rosters?
1: I'm using the, they're, they're from last season. So, okay. updated,
0: okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think they just finished the the revamp one, yeah. even though it, it replaces, I think, New Mexico State, UMass, and App State and Yukon. But like before team builder shut down, shut down, mm-hmm. I snagged the Georgia Southern App State and Coastal, so I just replaced them. But okay, good. This is good. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. Yeah. good. Okay, this is good. This is all right. This is a good I like, uh, most people I say that they kind of look at me like you're playing an eight-year-old game, and they am uh-huh, like, Yes, uh-huh. yes, I am playing yeah. an eight-year-old game. I'm there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I feel they,
1: they were they were delaying the the new one, I got so sad that day. That was a rough day for me,
0: I, you know. I did too, but my thing is like, it, you know, if it takes another year for them to get it right, Not man,
1: too, yeah,
0: yeah, it's like, yeah, I know, you know that's another year of 14, and at this point, like, I know how to beat the game, so it's just yeah, more yeah, yeah. Of like, you know, I gotta limit myself in, in recruiting, or maybe I just start an all walk on dynasty, or just you know, but it's like. Eh, because like seeing how Madden is isn't really too inspiring. I guess is like yeah, for you real. know, my thing. I think it's gonna it's be on the crazy. same engine. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. That's like that's why I still play NCAA 14 because the eight-year-old game on like a two console generation older system is still better mm-hmm. than than current, but yeah. yeah, no, okay. Oh good, I'm glad. Okay, good. There's some NCAA lovers on this team now. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. good. Oh, that's fantastic news. Okay. Um, let's see. Your your favorite musical artist? Um,
1: So I, I listen to everything. uh, So it, it depends what kind of mood I'm in. But a lot of people won't know this guy. I'll, I'll go with Daniel Caesar. He's like an R&B, R&B guy. Okay. Okay. okay.
0: And, and you have a favorite song by him? oh my gosh
1: I got I got I got so many Uh, maybe uh (laughs) I listen to a lot of music maybe Japanese denim yeah
0: okay yeah okay okay um let's see here do you have any pre-game routines or rituals that you normally do
1: so um I I'm a little bit superstitious I, I would say that uh so there is a kind of a lot of things that I do. I, mean, I don't try to do them, but like I do them though. So, <laughs> so I, I usually wear the same underwear every Friday. Um, I'll, I'll go to Subway with my buddies for lunch. Um, and then we always do the same thing for our field walk. So
0: Now, do we get the same order from Subway? Absolutely. For sure. And and what is that order? So I
1: go um, just Ita- Italian, just white bread. I, I go ham and bacon and then we'll toast it. And then I go spinach, banana peppers, onions, um, salt and pepper, and then the uh, the vinaigrette.
0: Okay. No cheese. Okay. Can't do cheese. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, that's 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 all I have for you, Carson. I, I appreciate you taking time as evening to come on and talk and talk to me. I know you probably can't wait to go ahead and put a pen to paper in a few months and yes, make it make it make it official. So I'm I'm looking forward to following your uh, career and and you know if you want to come on again at any time, just let me know and we'll be happy to have you back on.
1: Sure. I, I really appreciate you. You do a great job with your content, and I, I really like what you do. We appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you, Carson. I really do. I really do. Really do. Really do appreciate that. So again, I want to thank Carson for taking the time to come on and talk to me. Uh, like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing what him and Mason do in the use of uniform here. Uh, very rarely do you get two good-looking quarterback prospects in the same class. I think. I think if we were to br- if we if we were to look at them. I think Mason is is more of your... Uh, he's... I'm not going to say polished, but he seems more... Because conservative is not really the word. He, he seems more... a play-within-the-system kind of guy, right? Like, he kind of... It's like heats, right? It's like a, from a long, long time listeners. It, it's I know it's not the best comparison because they were two, they were two different quarterbacks. But it it just seems to me like he's the guy that's just going to to more times than not uh, make the play that needs to be made. Like if he needs to run, he'll run. If he needs to throw it, check down. He'll throw it check down. To me, Carlson is more like I like I brought to his attention during the interview. To me, is more of your gunslinger. To me, he's I'm not comparing Mason to Will Collins. Carlson is is almost a spitting image of Will Collins in my opinion. Again, if you're a long-time li- listener, go back to 2018 season uh, with Will Collins. Let's be honest, there were times. Uh, some of the throws, it, it it was not the best decision, but he had the arm to get it there. I just think watching the tape of Carson, like I like I like I told him, you know, it it took it took me a few times of watching the tape before I felt like I was able to really come to a feel about what I thought his his play style uh, is. And, and I just think you got a guy who's like what, like 6'2", 6'3", a buck 80, buck 85, four or five speed. I, I, you have a legitimate weapon here. And, and, and I just I just think, I think if we get if the decision, if the decision-making improves, um, I, I just, I don't know. It's gonna, it's gonna be tough, right? You know, it's gonna be tough because obviously we know Steph's a senior. Uh, Peyton Thompson will be a junior. Again, I just... I don't... I'm not seeing starring caliber. I'm going to lead you to the playoffs. Quarterback out of Peyton Thompson. I don't mean any disrespect to the man. I'm just... At this point in time based on what I saw this past season, I'm just not seeing it. Now, obviously, he can improve. He's got time. But I'm just not seeing it. And and, and, and you look at J.D. Geneva. Very small sample size. When I mean, he had two passes against Lincoln, he completed can, he, he can all two. But... It's hard to judge a guy off of two passes, so uh, I, I really, I'm really excited to see what, how that bag of quarterback race goes. I'm assuming both these dudes, both Carson and Mason, would, would get the red shirt, but I, I really think that both these guys have the potential to be three four year starters. So, uh, it's definitely going to be tough there for uh, head coach, Abimdoro, and offensive court co offensive slash quarterback coach adam Lechtenberg on who he decides to roll with i just do know they could not be in a better position uh given they get to learn under stefan brown again tremendous leader and, and so i really hope that they soak up the uh, knowledge there that's gonna do it for this week i'm not sure what next week has planned to be honest with you i really did not expect to have uh, the run of episodes that we currently have have had like i said uh, you just never know this time of year. It just a lot of it depends on timing and, and and luck and circumstances. So I'm glad we was able to get some content up there. Uh I will have some announcements in new year. I have been working on some things behind the scenes, you remember, uh at the end of the season recap, I think it was, or the, the Missouri recap. I said there was a laundry list of things behind the scenes. I'm slowly working on it. I have a few checked off. I've added a few more. Uh, I'm looking into acquiring a something for my setup. So it's just... And it's just, again, a lot of moving parts here. I just can't wait to show you all the update because, again, I just, I just, I feel the need. Because, like I said, if it was not for you all, there would be no need for this. So I can't wait to give you all a big update here when the time comes in the coming weeks. Like I said, I don't know when when we will be back, but best believe at some point we will indeed be back. Probably more than likely if there's some early signing day news. We will have something on that, uh, and then um, obviously we got Saturday coming in February. I've already said we will have, I already have some interviews in the work for January, so we will have some content coming. So until that time, my name is Jonathan Goodo, A.K.A. J.G. Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.